Hey everybody, it's Mike Carleo from the EMG Podcast, and today we are back with another Facebook Live Q&A that was exclusive first, released in our Brides and Grooms group on Facebook, and uh, my partner Tom was speaking about all things about planning around a holiday wedding. So, we are focusing today more so on the winter holidays um, with some shout outs to some other ones. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is the EMG Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back again to another episode of the Facebook live streams here in the EMG group. Uh, I'm one of the partners here, Tom Gambuza, and uh, today we're going to be talking about planning a uh, holiday wedding. Um, so specifically winter weddings, but, um, you know, shout out to the other holidays. But being that it's the time of year, you know, we've just entered into November. The weather's starting to get a little bit more brisk. The holidays are rolling around. Um, we are going to focus on on the winter ones, but, uh, you know. I've come up with five points that I'll, I'll hopefully this is going to be very helpful to anybody that if this is rolling around for you or you're having a holiday wedding sometime uh, in the near future, um, these are just some things to think about and keep in mind uh, for your planning as you go through it. But um, first, I wanted to kind of go over why have a, a holiday wedding in, in the first place. There are a lot of, um, you know, stereotypes out there and reasons for getting married around a holiday and um, all good ones, right? It's a, it's a festive time of year. It's an opportunity to bring people together. And um, sometimes there's some budgetary things, which we'll get into um, where you can get some good deals and, um, you know, between honeymoon and venue and vendors and things of that nature. So definitely uh, uh, attractive things about this. So I boiled it down there. There's that you can do as much research as you want. You're going to get overloaded with information, but for the purposes of uh, this live stream tonight, I boiled it down to five things that I think um, everyone that is planning a a specifically a winter holiday wedding uh, should should keep in mind and, and keep top of mind. Okay, so um, let's start. Let's start here. Number one give as much notice as possible. I feel like this is probably a no brainer. You're like, yeah, no kidding, Tom. That's probably with every wedding, but um, there are usually a couple of extra logistical things that you want to think about specifically with holiday weddings, because there's more travel involved. Um, there are additional arrangements that you really want to make uh, sometimes with like building itineraries and um, sometimes uh, holiday weddings often include, you know, a full weekend, not just like a nightly celebration for the reception. So that's something that you want to keep in mind for your guests specifically. I also say that for your vendors, contrary to popular belief, uh, the winter is uh, typically thought of as like our off season. Um, and it's really not. I mean, here in New Jersey and it's tri-state area, uh, winter weddings are extremely popular. <laughs> so, um, you know, the the typical, oh, December's the off season because it's cold and people don't do much and, and throw a lot of events. We have, we are book solid through, uh, through this time of year. And, um, I could probably say the same for most of your other, uh, other vendors too. So, um, think about the, the venues that you're shopping, the available dates. Um, you obviously want to get a venue date on the board as soon as possible so that you can give your vendors and of course your guests, uh, as much advanced notice as possible. Right. Um, there are, uh, things where, um, you know, for, for travel, I will say, I, I just got back from 
Tennessee this past weekend and travel can be a nightmare. So you want to make sure that you put all your ducks in a row and uh, have your guests be able to start planning those things a little bit uh, ahead of time as best as possible. All right. Number two, um, I, I don't, I'm a very positive person. I don't like, I don't like to be cynical, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. So not as to encourage you not to be discouraged by a potentially smaller guest list. Being that it is around the holidays, a lot of times, you know, your extended family and friends have their own family traditions. Maybe they can't make it. They, you know, the RSVP, yes, might not um, come as as in, in many droves as if you were to do, say, like a summer wedding where people might be more available, right? So um, I, I say that in that, you know, uh, some people just like a smaller guest list. Maybe you're not trying to have a big wedding, but if you are, then uh, that advanced notice is, is definitely something you want to be mindful of. One thing that I think plays into this is uh, when you are shopping for your venues, if you are going to have a holiday wedding, is that you want to keep in mind your uh, your required minimums. Every venue is a little bit different. Every venue has different flexibility rules on those things. So, uh, you know, you don't want to lock yourself into uh, a decision that, you know, uh, you have, you need to bring 200 guests and then only 150 show up and then you end up paying for 50 people that aren't there, right? So you want to know that you have that flexibility going into it and and perhaps uh, draw yourself into a, a lower minimum before you, before you make that uh commitment and you know what your, your guest list is kind of going to look like, right? So that's number two. Number three is probably the the biggest one. And I I, I want to strike this on a couple of, uh, of different chords. What I call balance the budget, right? There are things, there's a budget is, is at play no matter where you are. Uh, hiring people, um, the decor that you need to do, uh, maybe you will be arranging for some people's travel, some of your guests' travel. All those things are kind of at play here. So um, for your vendors, and if you keep me looking, I'm on like seven different screens over here. I have my notes on a piece of paper. So if you keep me see me looking down, that's why. But um, balance the budget. So some vendors may offer deals. Some may be more expensive. Now, I know that might be a little bit different here because a lot of people think that, oh, just because you're having a holiday wedding that it, oh, I have to have, I, it must be a deal. It must be cheaper. There are certain dates that actually do fall into that category, but I'll give you one example. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is a, a super hot date every single year. We're sold out every year, both bands and DJs. And uh, it, it is a, it's a, essentially a time and a half date, right? It's a, it's an overtime date. It's a, it, it, it's a popular date. Um, contrary to where you might find something a little bit more available on like a Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, right? So these are the things that you want to keep in mind. And I don't, don't be shocked that if some things appear more expensive than you initially thought, and on the contrary, some things might be a, a little bit cheaper than you initially thought. Um, and those are, that, that's for shopping for everything, right? So your, your attire, your vendors, your venue, hotels, um, all the little knickknacks, maybe you have some, some giveaways that you want to think about too, um, definitely balance the budget in, in that regard, right? On the, on your guest side of things, I would encourage you to be mindful of their own budget, right? Uh, because travel is typically involved. Uh, maybe it's a longer weekend. It's a, it's an extended stay than, uh, being in one place for a night and then going back home. Um, you know, perhaps j just be mindful of that. Right. You know, in New Jersey here, it is typical to have 
um, envelopes as as uh, as gifts. So, um, you know, may, that that might not come as frequently, or maybe the cards aren't stuffed as as much as possible either. Number four. I like this one because if there was one thing that I had to do over with my wedding, it would be that I, I, I wanted to extend the festivities a little bit longer. So I'd encourage you to plan additional festivities or occasions throughout the weekend. It's a, the holiday weddings are a great excuse to um, have an extended celebration. So don't just think about it in terms of like the four or five, six hours that are going to be on site at your venue that day. Think about it uh, on, on a pre-celebration and a post-celebration. Uh, opportunity to where, especially if you are having guests travel, encourage them to stay a little bit longer, right? So that you want to spend time with them. It is the holidays. You're probably going to be with them anyway. Uh, give them a good excuse to stay around a little bit longer, you know, um, incorporate some family traditions that you might uh, not be able to uh, do on a yearly basis because you don't see certain family members every single year or uh, even friends that are coming in that live abroad or, or things of that nature. So, um, you know, I, and, and why I say that uh, that's the one thing I would change if I had to go back and do my wedding over again is because how many opportunities do you get with all of these people that you're going to invite and have them be in the same room at one time? Um, now, of course, there are you know budgets at play with that too, but uh, I know all of you are very, very creative and you can come up with some really cool ways to, to involve that. So um, I would encourage you like party as long as you can, right? It's the holidays, it's festive, like let's do it. And then... Uh, Number five, I like this one just because it's it, it's a cool little way. It's not as big as the other ones, but it's a cool little way to kind of put your twist on whatever holiday that you are sending around. I think there is a uh, there's there is a tasteful and sophisticated way to incorporate the uh, the the holiday that your wedding is going to be around, right? So like New Year's Eve, there's a lot of glitz and glam. Valentine's Day, there's a lot of reds and roses. There's um, then you have like Christmas and Hanukkah and and a lot of these like spirited events that, um, you know, you can infuse some of your decor that way. Maybe you do a signature cocktail. Um, I'm big on attire. I really love matching your attire to the time of year. You know, for example, I, I wouldn't wear a, a, a spring blue wedding to a, uh, to a new year's Eve, uh, thing. I would probably do something a little bit more formal and then vice versa. So keep that in mind too. Those are all little opportunities where you can, um, accentuate the time of year and, and what you're actually planning for. Right. And then I, I will leave you with this. I'm kind of rounding this out. This is going to be super quick. I wanted it to be punchy so that you can get back to your planning and, um, you know, enjoy the holidays here. So with uh, New Year's Eve weddings, New Year's Eve weddings specifically, um, it's a popular date I mentioned before. Start your reception a little bit later, right? Your traditional wedding nighttime anyway, would be anywhere in the vicinity of like a 6 p.m. start. Maybe that's your cocktail hour. Maybe that's your reception. Um, some of you will be doing a, a traditional four-hour block. Some of you will be doing an extended, maybe five or five and a half hour block. New Year's Eve weddings, we always see uh, like to see a little bit later. Um, this way you can get the ball drop or the, the the new year to ring in with all of your all of your guests, right? We do have some um, really neat things that we can offer you as well in terms of media and and audio visual visual support that uh, you know we can we can project like countdown clocks with you and some cool graphics and things like that. So if you're interested in that type of stuff, you are having a New Year's Eve wedding. Reach out to me; I can talk you through talk you through those things. But um, definitely start your reception a little bit later. Talk to your venue about that. What they've seen in the past, they're uh, they're a really good resource as to because they've. 
I can guarantee you they've done uh, events, maybe not, maybe not weddings, but I'm sure, uh, I'm sure weddings for sure events um, on those particular dates that, that you're looking at. So those are my top five. I hope those were helpful. Uh, I think we have another one in a couple weeks. So be sure to keep uh, checking back in here um, for the Facebook live streams that we're going to continue to do in our group here. And uh, if you have any questions, drop them in the group. Uh, all of our team members are, are always scanning the, the comments and we'll, we're happy to help too. So uh, I know Johnny's in the background here. You can't see him, but uh, I'm going to let him know that uh, it's my time to go. You enjoy the rest of your night, everybody. And uh, we'll see you soon. Ciao. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.com.